Hello once again, my friends, and welcome to episode 172 of the Keeping Up With The King series. My name is Mike, and welcome to the Run of the Mills podcast. And we are in Matthew chapter 16. And last time we started with verse 24, and actually I think I read all the way down uh, to like verse 27 or something, but we were talking about this statement that Jesus makes about uh, if anyone desires to follow after him what what that requires what does it mean and so let's read verse 24 it says then jesus said to his disciples if anyone desires to come after me let him deny himself take up his cross and follow me now it says more than that as we go on but i want to talk about those things and last time um i spent a bit of time talking about denying yourself and that this is one of those again basic tenets of of Christianity, part the basic part of the Christian walk is denying, denying self. It's uh, seeking to be uh, selfless rather than selfish. You know, we all come out of the package very selfish. We want what we want. We want it now. And part of following Jesus is um, setting aside self. Um, that's that's what we talked about. Uh, I think extensively last time. So. But what I like about this is he says, let him deny himself and take up his cross. So the second thing is take up his cross. Now, uh, this is one of those things I think is often mis misunderstood because it's used um, it's used in a way in our culture that's just not what it means. Uh, so, so you'll hear people say like, you know, um, yeah, you know, my son, he has ADD, but, you know, and, and he struggles in school, but. You know, I, that's just our cross to bear or, you know, uh, yeah, I've been, I've, I, I just struggle with, uh, with, with, um, migraines, uh, you know, and I, I, it's just my cross to bear, but that's not, that's not what it means. Right. Because the cross was not something that happened to Jesus that he, you know, that he had no say in, uh, it, Taking up your cross doesn't mean like, oh, I've, I've just, I suffer. No, no, it's, it's, it's not that, right? Because first of all, of course, the cross was an instrument of death. Um, that's what it meant at the time. That's people would know, you know, what, the, what the cross was. But when he says, take up his cross, notice the, the wording there. It's not be nailed to a cross. It's not let someone else put a cross on your back, it's take up his cross. So the idea here is, is it's deliberate self-sacrifice. So he's saying it's not just not being selfish, but it's deliberately living a sacrificial life. It's laying down your life for others, right? Now, I think that the idea here had to be a little confusing at the time because Jesus had not yet gone to the cross. But again, this is those things where he was warning them about what was to come and these things would be brought to mind after. And and so this is I think the some important aspects about our walk with Jesus. First of all, it's it's that uh if we're going to follow him, we have to set aside our selfish nature and desire to be selfless. Um that's, you know, denying ourselves. Uh, and then secondly is living sacrificially. Now, I don't know about you, but this is a challenge for me, you know, to think about, like, how often do I do this? You know, it's it's a bit easier when you start talking about family and your kids, when you start saying, well, I've got to take care of my kids. I've got to make some sacrifices. 
but I think there's that aspect of of taking things to the you know taking things to the to the cross um when you think about your your marriage situation or or relationships of saying you know i could i could fight um for for being right i could fight for my way or you know what i could i could set aside my selfishness and i could be willing to die i could be willing for the sake of my marriage to say, you know, I'm going to die to my dreams and my hopes and my wants, and instead say, you know what, the, the relationship is more important, and I'm going to let I'm going to let the Lord sort out um, these issues rather than fighting and demanding my way and creating greater separation. Um, oftentimes, the the key to solving marriage problems is simply one person deciding to follow Jesus and say, I'm going to deny myself. I'm going to take up the cross. I'm, I'm, I'm laying down my life in this situation. Now, some people might say, well, that doesn't seem fair. That doesn't seem fair. Why do I have to be the one? Well, this is the thing about Jesus is that Jesus taught us something. Uh, I think that's very important about love. And that is this love goes first. The love of Christ, that kind of love that we were supposed to be emulating goes first. Jesus loved us the Bible says, while we were yet sinners, he laid down his life for us, right? He loved us first. I was talking with somebody yesterday about the issue of respect and how a lot of times people, when they talk about respect, they'll say things like, well, I respect the, I, I respect people who show me respect. And there's a problem with that. The problem is if everybody's waiting for other people to show them respect before they show anyone respect, nobody's going to receive any respect and nobody's going to be respected. So you got to go first. You know, that's really the key is I'm going to go first for the sake of my marriage. I'm going to lay down my life. And some people, again, push back on that. But the problem is they forgot what their marriage vows were. The marriage vows were, I will do the following things, whatever your vows were, love, honor, cherish, whatever it is till death do us part. You didn't say I might, or I will, if they do. And I've heard plenty of people say that, like, you know, they're having marriage problems and I'll, you know, encourage them to do something. And they'll say, well, my wife's not doing that. Or my husband's not doing that. Or I tried, but my husband, you know, he didn't, he didn't respond the way I wanted. So I don't anymore. It's like, no, 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 you're, you're missing the point. The point is you said, I will, you know, I do it's present tense. I do these things. Not if there's no, if in the wedding vows, if you are getting married and somebody throws some ifs in your wedding vows, just yeah, don't marry that person. Um, that's not okay. Um, you don't want a conditional, a conditional love covenant. That's, uh, uh, that's messed up. Um, marry somebody that you trust is going to fulfill their side of the covenant. That's definitely a plus. So anyway, so Jesus says, let him deny himself, take up his cross. And the third thing, the third and is, and follow me. Now, this is something that I've been thinking about quite a bit lately. And I, and I think it's important that we keep this in mind that there, there are a lot of Christian principles, biblical principles, um, things that Jesus says that if you put them into practice, they are going to work, right? If you, there are plenty of things in the Bible, the Bible says to do. And if you do them, you're going to find success, success in relationships, success in, in maybe even in business. If you're, you know, success financially, if you follow the words of Proverbs and such, but the thing that often happens is that people see these things and they go, well, I want to be a selfless person. 
I want to, I want to live sacrificially, but they leave out the last part, which is the most important part. And that is where he says, and follow me. So I think that's our, our biggest uh, resistance in general is I want to do things my way. I want to, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to do things on my terms rather than saying, no, I'm going to go and I'm going to follow Jesus. And this is the thing that I honestly, I can say that many Christians that I know that are living defeated lives that are, that are caught up in so much garbage and sin and, and just seem powerless and unimpressive and they're not impacting the world around them. It comes down to a very simple thing. They're not really following Jesus. They haven't really submitted their life to his word and his way to say, God, if you say it, I'm doing it. This is what the Bible says. So this is what I believe. Um, this is where I will stand because this is where the Bible says to stand. I'm going to go where he tells me to go and I'm going to do what he tells me to do. Instead, the attitude is generally, unfortunately, more along the lines of I'm going to do and I'm going to go and I'm going to do all those things that fit in with what I want to do. You know, it's a convenient thing, to, you know, where they that. Well, I guess maybe not convenient is the right word. A lot of times what I what I see is people that are are like they 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 realize that Jesus way is better. They realize that there's great wisdom in God's word. And so they'll follow and do those things as long as it lines up with what they really want to do. They're willing to, you know, I'll follow you anywhere, Jesus, as long as it's where I want to go. And they're not following at all. You know, if you're playing follow the leader as a kid, your job was to do what the leader did and go where the leader went. If you were saying, I'm playing follow the leader, I'm saying follow the leader, I'm playing follow the leader, but the leader was walking around the yard and you were sitting at the table eating a grilled cheese sandwich, you're not playing follow the leader. If you say, I'm playing follow the leader and you're following the leader and the leader jumps in the swimming pool with his clothes on and swims to the other side and you go like, nah, and you walk around the pool and get behind him again and say, I'm playing follow the leader. Well, no, no, not really. Not really. Uh, you're, you're cheating. Um, then you might say, well, I didn't want to get wet. I didn't want to get, you know, I didn't want to get my shoes wet. And that's exactly what I'm saying. There's a lot of, a lot of people that, a lot of Christian people that that's how they follow Jesus. I don't want to get my shoes wet. I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to be seen as an outcast. I don't want to say something that's going to make people think something negative about me. And it ends up that their great concerns is their comfort and their reputation. But if you think about it, if you're going to take up your cross, taking up your cross is laying down your reputation and laying down your comfort because that's very much what happened to Jesus on the cross. Being made of no reputation, being being mocked and ridiculed, stripped and beaten, nailed to a, a cross, you know, and uncomfortable, oh, just to say the least. And yet, the Bible says he, he did it uh, for the joy set before him, despising the shame. You know, the joy set before him is us. To bring us to salvation, he was willing to do that. And so if I'm going to follow him, well, my whole goal is to see people come to know him and to honor him and glorify him. And if that requires me doing what he did, then I got to be ready to do what he did. Now, 
the good news here is that generally speaking, it's figurative, you know, but the idea is the same. It's laying down your life for the good of others and following him, doing it his way. God bless you. Talk to you next time.